There are several exits on this aircraft in the event of an emergency. At this time, please fasten your seatbelts as we are preparing for takeoff. And welcome aboard. Welcome back to another episode of It's Just a Talk. My name is Mauricio. I'm your host. And I missed y'all. This is episode 024. And guess what, y'all? We've reached our one-year mark. It's crazy. I started this crazy idea of this podcast last year. I remember um, I had seen the commercial by uh, Kaepernick had just done the commercial. Uh, Serena Williams was in it, and I was felt really inspired. And the commercial said something like, "When everybody tells you no, be crazy enough to do it," or something like that. And I was like, "You know what? I've been sitting on this idea for more than a year. I've been like trying to." find excuses of why I shouldn't do it. And I was like, I'm just going to do it. And I did it. And I remember it was September 11th last year when I posted my first episode, episode 001. And I remember because I was in Washington, D.C. for the CHCI conference, which is a Congressional Hispanic Institute, Caucus Institute. Um, And I just felt really empowered to continue to do it. And now here we are a year later, 24 episodes later, um, I remember I started and I was like, it's going to be every, every week. And I was like, bitch, that's crazy. Cause I got things to do. Uh, but if you're still here, thank you. And if you're new to the podcast, Hey, you're just here for a one year episode. Uh, once again, this is just a talk, your queer, political, shady, everything podcast where we talk a little tea. We talk a little truth, but you know, I always leave time to talk some shit. Today's episode is being brought to you by Gancitos. If you don't know what Gancitos are, they're like the Mexican Twinkie, but like with flavor. It's like this chocolate cover breading with like jam and some like crema. It tastes really good. If you free if you put it in a freezer, it tastes even better. And one of my friends, my friend Rocco, didn't know what a gancito was because he's from Puerto Rico. Uh, he's like it's straight from the island. He's like he's not like parents are Puerto Rican and he was born here and then like bitch was born in the island. He was born in Guayna Guaynamo. So I think so, but like raised in San Juan. Anyway, so I was like, I'm gonna freeze you a gancito and then you're gonna try it. And he tried it and I think his life changed. So if you're ready, I'm ready. Let's change your life, shall we? Let's get this podcast going and let's get this party started. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back, everybody. My name is Mauricio, and this is It's Just a Talk, the podcast where we talk a little tea, we talk a little true, but you know we always leave time to talk some shit. First of all, I just want to say I missed y'all. If you're listening, thank you for continuing to listen. I've been working on rebrand for the podcast. I've been working a lot, period. Have been sick, have been out of sickness, have just been in and out. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to take this as a small break from the podcast and I'll come back soon after my one year mark porque you know 
She was exhausted, yo. But welcome back to another segment that I like to call, How Was Your Week? And it's more than just a week. But we're just going to go into it right ahead. There's been a lot of things that have happened since I last recorded. Uh, Pose ended. The finale happened. It was beautiful. We know it's coming for a another season and so we're excited for that um i'm still they scared us we all thought that uh one of the main characters was gonna die i'm not gonna say who in case y'all have not been watching and i don't want to ruin it for y'all but i was like okay and then they had like a really cute whitney houston moment and i was like all right i'm feeling this but could this season have been better? Yes. I do think the season could have been better. I also think that because we had a third season that was guaranteed already, they didn't want to develop the stories too much. So I'm really hoping they give us more story development in the next season. I will say that I'm really happy and glad about just the recognition that these actresses have been getting across the board. Um... Other things that happened, we also got a uh, announcement that RuPaul's Drag Race UK will happen, or it's coming. We knew it was happening, but we got to meet the queens. And all I gotta say is, does the UK not have any people of color? Because, bitch, there is one black queen, and she looks tore up. And the rest are all white queens. So, it's like, <laughs> I might not be watching. Also. I will say that RuPaul has upped the ante for this fucking um, UK season. The background looks better. She looks a lot skinnier. Um, I don't know if I'm necessarily excited or not. Um, Let me know. Who are you excited for? There is 10 contestants that are competing for the first season of RuPaul's Drag Race UK. I'm not going to go through all of them, but let me know what you think. I will say that the only queen of color from what I can tell, is Vinegar Strokes, who's 35 from London. She seems... Oh, wait, I'm wrong. There's two queens of color. There's an Asian queen, Something Wong. That's really her name, Something Wong. I'm not, like, making fun of Asian people. That's really her name. Uh, but yes, uh, and other news, things that have been released, we finally know who is going to be taking the role of Selena for the Selena Netflix show, which I recently found out that one of my friends, or I guess, Ed's friends, um, not sure how, what to call him. So my friend Raymond, or Ed's friend Raymond, we used to be friends, Raymond, <laughs> is uh, one of the producers for the Selena show on Netflix. Very excited for that. And we found out that they are going to be casting Christian, Christian Serratos. Yes, Christian Serratos. She is, I'm not sure who Christian Serratos is. I should have done some research. Oh, she plays Rosita in The Walking Dead. Don't watch The Walking Dead, so wouldn't know what to tell you. If you know who Rosita in The Walking Dead is, then that's going to be our new Selena. It's later to come out in 2020, so I'm really excited about that. Um, talking about Latin people in music, uh, most recently, an article came out that said that this year in 2019, Latinx music, or people that create Latinx music, had have the most global streams out of anybody else. 
meaning that people around the world are listening to our music more than they are listening to any other music. This does not include Rosalia. She ain't Latinx. Come on, MTV. Shit. Uh, and talking about music, we also found out that uh, Nikki is apparently retiring. Bitch, I don't believe her for one second that she's retiring. I mean, she's going to... Next thing I know, she's going to drop another album. She's going to be mad at a baby again for taking away her number one. I don't believe her one second when she says that she, bitch is retiring. She ain't. She said she's retiring to have babies? And I was like, oh, that's new. Um, do you want to have babies because homegirl over here had babies? That's what I'm really thinking. Um, and talking about people in music that are banging, like uh, Miss Cardi B, uh, if you have not seen Hustlers, yo, y'all need to go see Hustlers. I came out on Friday, and I already seen it twice. I'm just saying, my my roommate is, uh, I, oh, I got a new roommate. That's something that happened and with between the last episode in this, I have a brand new roommate. So uh, he was on, the, on an episode with me a couple episodes ago, Mr. Justin Agrello, writer, producer, um, just overall badass uh, Chicago Rican, uh, moved in with me. And so I'm really excited about that. He's also a huge JLo stan. And so I watched it twice with him and with our friend Vicente. A bunch of our other friends came for the first viewing and then the three of us watched it for the second viewing. And we're already slated to watch it for a third time. Yo, Cardi B has really good, uh, what's it called, cameos in it. So there's Lizzo, J-Lo, Constance, Constance Wu. Yo, Constance Wu, like, bitch, she, like, she can act. That's all I gotta say. Like, I couldn't tell that she could act based off of Crazy Rich Asians, but bitch can act. She was making me feel things, you know? Like, I was like, oh, okay, te entiendo, okay. Oh, girl, I feel you, girl. And then J-Lo, without a say, she's come a long way from movies like The Wedding Planner, Monster-in-Law, I will say that I really love her in Enough. Enough was my jam. And obviously, Selena. Like, I could watch Selena all day, every day, just like I can watch Mean Girls. But if you have not watched Hustlers, go watch Hustlers, yo. Hustle. Uh, somebody else who's been hustling for 25 years, Mr. Ash Ketchum. We got some news that Ash Ketchum from Pokemon finally becomes a Pokemon master after 25 years. And all I gotta say is, bitch, why you still look the same? All I got is my friend made a really fa funny joke. She was like, all I am thinking about is Pikachu still kicks ass even after being 20-something plus years, you know, after a Pokemon. And I was like, you know what, girl? You're right. Still beats ass. Someone that won't be beating ass uh, with their sales and guns is Walmart. In our last episode, we talked about how Walmart was not going to stop selling guns, but I think they got a real bad feedback about that. And Walmart has said that by the end of 2019, they will start selling automatic weapons at all of their locations. No shit, bitch. Somebody just shot up a Walmart. Probably with a gun they bought at Walmart. So, what's tea? 
<laughs> and this is your segment of how was your week? I'll see you in our next segment, our question of the week. I'll see you there. Welcome back to our next segment, our question of the week. Uh, this is Latinx Heritage Month. And so I really wanted to have our question of the week be Latinx heritage versus Hispanic heritage, like what the difference is. But I think I'm going to leave that for my next episode. Uh, so I'll leave a little, you know, cliffhanger there. <laughs> uh, so that you could come back and hear my opinions about that. I felt, though, that because this is my episode right after my one-year mark of starting the podcast, it would be really interesting to just talk about the things that I've learned after one year of podcasting. I think one of the main things that I learned was that podcast isn't easy. It's a commitment, like legit. Like when I thought about it, I was like, oh, it's a podcast. I can do it every week. It's going to come out on Monday every week. And I did not like allow any leeway for like life to happen. That's the first thing. The second thing that I learned was that everybody thinks they can do a podcast. Like, everybody, once they hear you have a podcast, they're like, oh, I have an idea of a podcast. This isn't, like, everybody that I've talked to that I tell I have a podcast, they want to tell me their idea of what a good podcast would be. And I will say that I support everybody's ideas, and I want everybody to have their own podcast and be able to maybe create really great content that has is not being created yet. The sec the third thing, that was the second thing. The third thing I found out is that everybody will have an opinion about your podcast. Like 100%, everybody will have an opinion about how you should structure a podcast, what you should and shouldn't talk about your podcast, how long the podcast should be. Oh, I didn't like when you said this. I like when you said that. The third thing that I learned. The fourth thing that I learned is that my podcast is not for the faint of heart, meaning that people have gotten really offended by things that I said on my podcast. And all I got to say is disclaimer, everything I say in my podcast is for my listeners and it's for my own, I guess, not pleasure, but just like my own thoughts just like being spilled out into this microphone. The fifth thing that I learned in a year is that time goes by really fast. Like, I'll be like, I'm going to record this day. And the next thing I know, like, it's like 11 at night and I'm really tired. And I don't want to go in my closet and record. All I want to do is sleep. So I had to really nail down a schedule of, like, when I was recording, which is still in progress because, girl, she don't know when. The sixth thing I learned after a year of podcasting is that I really, really enjoy when people get a good laugh out of the stupid shit that I say. I've gotten so many people just tell me that they think I'm hilarious. And I was like, bitch, me? Funny? De donde? Maybe de la cara. But, like, people generally think I'm funny, and that really make just, like, it makes me feel really good. Um, 
Also, the last thing I learned about podcasting is that uh, people be sliding in my DMs because they heard my podcast. That's all I got to say. Like, people be like, oh, like, before you, I didn't think this way. But after listening to your podcast, I just want you to take me into your magic carpet and, you know, just ride over Oakland and show me the hood and tell me about colorism and disrupt the normal. And I'm like, yo, chill. Like, she's single. But she's not sure if she's ready to mingle. It's been five years since I've been single, and she's still not sure, you know? She's still tasting the waters. And, you know, the reason why I'm still testing the waters is because the bitch don't know how to swim. So, <laughs> so yeah, those are the things that I learned after a year of podcasting. I'm sure there's so many other things that I learned. Um, I learned how to, like, use, like, fucking... Garage band a lot better. I learned how to like cut music a lot better. I learned how to really organize myself. I learned how to like work with other people's schedules when I was trying to have them on my podcast because sometimes schedules don't work. And I think one of the other things that I learned is that just because I'm comfortable on a mic does not mean that everybody that is around me is going to be comfortable around a mic. Because I've had people who I really want to be on the podcast, and we literally sit in here, and then after starting to record, they just are not down anymore. And I'm like, okay, I guess I'm not having a guest today. Um, but yeah, with that, I'm going to leave you and I'm going to go to our next segment of the podcast, our POC and queer excellence of the week. I'll see you there. Yeah. All right. Welcome back to the next segment of the podcast, our queer and PLC Excellence of the Week. This is the segment where we talk about either a queer person or queer people or our person of color that has just been kicking ass or just been doing something amazing since our last episode. There's obviously been so many people since our last episode and probably some people that I wasn't able to talk about. So we're just going to get right into it. I have a couple, so we're going to have to get real quick. The first person I really want to shout out is my homeboy, Little Nas. Um, not only because he becomes the first LGBTQ musician to win Song of the Year at the BMAs, but also because of the real, just amazing conversation that he was able to have in a fucking barbershop with these, huh, how do I call him? Like, just homophobic, um, like, men that, like, black men that have said really problematic shit at barbershops, um, and he talked to Kevin Hart and other things, and it was really fucking annoying to me that Kevin Hart and the other people kept trying to, like, interrupt him while he was trying to say, yo, like, you know what I'm talking about. As a black man, as a person of color, we all know that it that our community does not make it safe for queer people to be out, but they still kept, like, interrupting him and shit, and I just want to commend him for the way he was able to get his message across for young children to see, but also just, like, push these bitches off the shoulder. Like, fuck you, homophobes. Talking about someone that has said fuck you to a lot of people is Miss Missy Elliott, who was also at the BMAs, and she finally, 
finally got recognized with the Michael Jackson Vanguard Award for just the amazing videos that she has done and continues to do. And not only that, but she dropped a mini album right before the BMAs, and I'm still living for Missy Elliott. Like, she been doing it before you all others were doing it. That's something, I think that's a quote for her song. Another queer and person of color that is just doing amazing is Miss India Moore. Miss India Moore showed up to the red carpet. Um, I believe it was for the Fashion Media Awards. Um, and she showed up with earrings. And in the earrings, there were photos of all the trans women of color that have been murdered this year. Yep. She made the biggest statement possible. And if it couldn't be even a bigger statement, a day before she was supposed to be on the red carpet, another trans woman of color was killed. And so because it was too late to put her in the earrings, she had the designer create a, a, a clutch with that woman's picture. And I just want to say that India Moore is using this platform as a trans woman of color that posts have given her to bring light to these murders that continue to happen to trans women of color. And then talking about women and the trans women of color that we have to give it up to, we have to give it up to Ms. Angelica Ross, who will who becomes the very first trans woman at an American Horror Story season, which we talked about last time, but now she will become the very first trans woman to be the person doing a debate. She is going to be the mediator at the next debate, the Democratic debate. There's, she's going to be the host for the Canada Forum that's going to be, that's being hosted by, um, I believe it's CNN and it, the Human Rights Campaign. And they chose Angelica Ross to be the host of it. So good shit, girl. Other women that are doing great and were recently inducted to the Women's Hall of Fame is Miss Sonia Sotomayor, Angela Davis, Jane Fonda, Gloria Allred. Sonia Sotomayor, if you do not know, is one of our Supreme Court justices, the very first Latina to be a Supreme Court justice. Angela Davis is an amazing, amazing um activist in the Bay Area during the Black Panther movement, just activists all around. Jane Fonda has always been an activist. She act she was an activist against the Vietnam War. And then Gloria Arred, she is a lawyer who has just defended so many amazing women um in their trials. And so they're all being put into the Women's Hall of Fame. Uh Yes, Gloria Arred is a discrimination and feminist lawyer. There you go. Just let me get that clear. Uh, and with that, congratulations to our POC and Queer Excellence of the Week. And I'm going to go ahead and leave you. And we're going to go to our next segment, our Today in the Country. I'll see you there. Welcome back to the next segment of the podcast. Today in the country. A lot of shit is happening in the country, yo, since the last episode. 
DJT has just gone above and beyond to try and just, you know, fuck shit up. Uh, the third presidential debate happened. And so with the third presidential debate, there was winners, losers, and people that I had no idea were still running. Uh, so the last presidential debate, the third presidential debate for the Democratic side, was the very first time that all the top candidates were on the same stage. The last two debates, we've had two separate debates. And so they've been chosen by random, like who goes up at what time. But now we had all of the top candidates in one stage. I believe it was held in Houston. I don't believe. I know it was held in Houston. And the people who made the cut are the most popular ones. So it was former Vice President Joe Biden, Senator Cory Booker, uh, South Bend, Indiana Mayor Pete Buttigieg, former Housing and Urban Development Secretary Julian Castro, Senator Kamala Harris, Senator Amy Klobuchar, former Rep Beto O'Rourke, Senator Bernie Sanders, Senator Elizabeth Warren, and Anyu Yang, who is an entrepreneur. And a couple of the highlights that happened was... Um, Mr. Biden really doesn't know how to debate. I'm just going to put that out there. Like, he's supposed to be the favorite, but, like, he seemed like he did not know how to carry himself. If you are Black in America, you cannot trust Joe Biden. That's just, like, point and blank. Also, people made a big fucking deal. Uh, the reason I wanted to talk about it is because people made a big fucking deal about Julian Castro asking Joe Biden if he had forgotten something he had said a couple minutes ago that he had said. And everybody kept saying that he was, like, shaming him for being old and that this was, like, ageism. And it was not fucking ageism at all. But what they're doing is they're trying to fucking protect Joe Biden and they're trying to fucking shove Joe Biden down our throats. Look, bitch, I'm going to tell you what I told the white man on my inbox and on my DMs. I don't like white dick. So stop shoving white Joe Biden down our throats. Stop making Joe Biden happen. It's not going to happen. The standouts of the night were definitely Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders. And it shows because in the recent polls, Elizabeth Warren is beating Joe Biden on certain states. Most recently in the Iowa, the latest Iowa poll, it says that Elizabeth Warren is leading with Ben, with Ben, I was going to say Benjamin I really was just going to say Benjamin Sanders with Bernie Sanders. I'm sorry. Sanders makes me think of Colonel Sanders, and it gets me hungry. And when I'm hungry, I can't think clearly. So Bernie Sanders is leading right after her. And then Joe Biden. In other states, um, the three are going, you know, neck and neck in those numbers. But like I always tell people, you cannot trust these polls. These polls most of the time are fabricated so that we think that most people are pushing towards a certain candidate and in the end, they shove them down our throat. At the end of the day, you need to watch the debates, read about the people, and make your own educated decision. What feels right to you? Not what you think will feel right to others.
All right, moving on to our next major thing that happened. I was going to put this under, um, or hoy en el mundo, but I really want to put it under today in the country. Um, so... Most recently, uh, there was the huge climate strike that happened. And so with the huge climate strike, there was thousands and thousands of strikers that came out anywhere from New York all the way to Mumbai. There was more than 150 countries that planned together to be able to gather on September 20th and March and tell the people that they want climate to be the number one thing in their mind. This came days before the United Nations met together in their much-anticipated climate summit. And so... I am personally uh, excited about this because it was all grassroots organized and it was all organized by the students themselves because the students really believe that this is what is affecting them the most and it's going to cut their life short. And so they are urging these white politicians to make sure that climate is on the top of their list. Uh, and now ending with uh, something that's also terrorizing our world. Uh, most recently, San Francisco filed the NRA as a domestic terrorist. You tell me, do you think the NRA is a domestic terrorist? Yes or no? I'll do a little poll on my Instagram after the episode is released. And with that, I'm going to let you go and I'm going to meet you in Hoy en el Mundo. We have a couple things that are burning. No pun intended. I'll see you there. Welcome back to our next segment of the podcast, the segment I like to call Hoy en el Mundo. And the reason behind this segment is we're not, like, alone in this country. We have all these other continents and countries around us. So a lot of things are happening. One of the main things that's happening uh, is just disasters everywhere. Like, this climate strike could not have came at a better time. This came right after, but the Bahamas has literally been underwater, or was underwater, after the hurricane that hit the Bahamas and basically destroyed the island. The crazy thing is that there's multiple, and I mean multiple hurricanes headed all over um, the like the coast, it's crazy how many active hurricanes there is. Right now, there's three active hurricanes in the Atlantic, and there's others that seem to be forming at the same time, which is kind of insane if you think about it. But the Bahamas and people from the Bahamas have been trying to escape the devastation that this hurricane caused, and DJT has been just dragging people of color on down the drain for eons, this time saying that the Bahamas is sending very bad people. They're not sending their best people. They're sending criminals, and we do not want them without the right paperwork. 
I feel like that sounded more Russian, but I feel like that's very accurate. I mean, he, he is like being puppet mastered by the Russians. And so people are just in shambles in the Bahamas and with more hurricanes headed its way. Um, something else that's happening is the rainforest is still burning, y'all. Like, the Amazon, I mean, is still burning. Like, the Amazon has been burning for weeks on end, and now multiple Amazons are burning. Not only the Amazon in Brazil, the Amazon in Belize is burning, and then even in the other side of the country, more than 50,000 people are homeless because the Amazon in Bangladesh has been burning as well. Look, all I have to say is we are really burning down our lungs. Like, literally, see the Amazon in Latin America, people call it the lungs of the world because they're trying to make more money. And people say, oh, don't don't waste trees. You know what? Don't eat red meat. The red meat is what seems to be causing this horrible burning and to clear the land for two make more cows and to make more meat. Um, I saw a graphic uh, a couple uh, weeks ago that showed the amount of trees that are killed or need to be ch chopped down for paper and the amount that need to be chopped down to make meat. And it's almost six times more trees for me than it is for paper. But for some reason, we make a big fucking deal about paper. I'm just saying. Um, I mean, there's many other things happening in the United States. I mean, in the United States, in the world. So, I mean, I, I, I felt like I needed to focus on the weather patterns that are changing and what people are trying to do protests are just going away in both uh iran and egypt and the protests in japan continue even though the prime minister of japan did um take out uh extradition extradic extradition law they had caused all the protests but the protesters continue to protest for the the right of democracy and so if we can learn anything from these protests especially in japan is that when we all band together shit happens i mean i'm not saying we should band together but i'm saying if we want ch to change maybe we should band together all right y'all so i was able to give you some tea give you some truth and now it's my favorite part of the podcast. We get to talk some shit. And it's been a couple of weeks since the last episode. So we have a lot of shit talking to do. So I'll see you there.
welcome back to my favorite segment of the podcast where we get to talk some shit. I always say if talking shit I could put on my resume, I think it'd be one of the things that y'all would endorse the most on LinkedIn. Uh, you know what? For the I kept calling it LinkedIn for the longest and it I was about two weeks old, I mean two weeks ago old, when I realized that it's LinkedIn. Like, you're linking people together. Bitch, someone slap me. I know LinkedIn is not going to hire me anytime soon. So go ahead and slap me, bitch. But someone that needs to get slapped is Miss Candace Owens, who most recently uh, had to testify against the House. So the House had a hearing about white supremacy, and the Republicans divided none other than Candace Owens, who used her time to say it isn't actually an issue. They would It wouldn't even rank in her top 100 issues. And the real issues are things like black-on-black crime and lack of masculinity in men. Yes. That's exactly what this bitch said. Candace Owens said that uh, black and black crime and masculinity in men is the biggest issue that our country has. If you do not know who the fuck Candace Owens is, she is a public speaker and blogger who's a conservative. Um, she's a commentator and political activist. She is known for her pro DJT activism and her criticism on Black Lives Matter and the Democratic Party, saying the Democratic Party and Black Lives Matter are the closest to a terrorist group that our country has. So, uh, Miss Candace Owens also happens to be African American, and <laughs> this bitch literally has the audacity to sit there and say this fucking trash. So, you know what, Candace Owens? To you, I say a big fuck you. And we're going to move on to uh, Portland PD. So, Portland PD. Um, so the Kleitman strike happened, and all these students were marching. And so in the middle of the march in Portland, Oregon, these Portland PD literally shoved and pushed all these white teenagers who were protesting simply to get to the black teenagers they were protesting so they could arrest the black teenagers. Yes, you heard me right. They pushed white protesters to get to the black protesters so they could address, so they can arrest them. Portland, when you say keep Portland weird, I'm starting to think you mean more like keep Portland white. So to Portland I say a big fuck you. <laughs> Next up, I want to just give a big fuck you to the MTB Music Awards, who, um, even though I do stand Rosalia, and that song is a jam, La Rosalia, uh, <laughs> I will say that La Rosalia won Best Latin Album for the MTB Music Awards. La Rosalia is from Spain. MTV, just because she speaks Spanish does not mean she's Latina. Spain does not constitute as a Latina person. They're not in Latin America. 
They're in Europe, pendejos. Ay, Dios mío. And another fucking pendeja. So, most recently, in the past couple of weeks, this Oklahoma anchor had the audacity, mind you, this Oklahoma anchor is fucking white. Her name is Alex Houston. Fuck you, Alex Houston. Who made a racist comment to her co-anchor, Jason Hackett, in Oklahoma. They were talking about a new primate at the Oklahoma City Zoo, and then they showed a video of the primate, and when the video was moving away, she had the fucking audacity to say, he kind of looks like you. Are you fucking kidding me? You just told your black anchor that this primate that was just born or is fascinated with the camera kind of looks like you and then the next day she had the audacity to come on stage and cry and apologize poor me i said that you look like a primate fuck you Another big fuck you, a couple weeks back I was in LA, and if you're listening to this, I hope you're still boycotting Las Perlas, the mezcal bar in LA, which will not be added to my uh, ugly Christmas uh, pub crawl this year. Fuck you, Las Perlas, a big fuck you to you, because if you did not know what happened on Downtown LA Pride a couple weeks back, these motherfuckers decided it was okay to drag a gay man and two trans women by the neck out of their fucking establishment. People like this do not deserve our money, so I really hope you're still boycotting the fucking Perlas, these fucking douchebags. Just like the fucking douchebag they gave Felicity Huffman 14 days in prison for paying 15k to cheat on her daughter's SATs so that she could get to a good college. A big fuck you to Felicity Huffman who said that she felt like she had to do this as a great mother. Fuck you, Felicity Huffman, because there's plenty of women of color who have gone to prison for minor things. There's this woman in Utah who went to prison for five years because she was homeless and she used somebody's address so her son can go to kindergarten. But I'm sure if you wouldn't have put her son to kindergarten, you would have taken her son away. She would have gone to prison for him not going to school. So fuck you, judicial system, and Felicity Huffman. And with that, we're going to move to our boneless wings. Our final boneless wings. I I almost want to say, like, tiro de esquina. So, like, boneless wings. Like, they say tiro de esquina at at a soccer game. I grew up with my dad watching soccer, and I grew up playing soccer. So, Tiro de Esquina is forever engraved in my head. I just want to say, we have to pray for poor Ruth. We really do. Ruth Bader Ginsburg is being a hallucin. Uh, she's hallucinating. And so, I feel like we really need to pay for, we need to pray for Ruth Bader Ginsburg, RBG. We also need to pray that these Popeye's chicken sandwiches come back, because this pendejos literally just said, BRB, bring your own bread. (laughs) But really, though, I'm really hoping they come back soon, because 
they were fucking bomb. Also, I just want to point out that um, Normani, girl, I had no idea who the fuck you were. But you are fucking my life up. First at the BMAs, and then at Rihanna's, like, Fenty fashion show. Which, by the way, if you have not seen, please let me know. I will gladly screen it for you. Uh, also, shout out to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary for adding non-binary, the non-binary pronoun, and they, to the dictionary. And where they add a line, and they, now they also added the definition that it's a non-binary pronoun. So, you have no fucking excuses now. And talking about someone who identifies as they, Zoe Luna, trans-Latina, has just named to be one of the stars to star on the Craft remake. Cannot fucking wait. With that, I'm going to go ahead and end this episode. I'm so glad to be back with y'all. And I promise y'all that I'm not going to take a long-ass break like this again. I will be with you every two weeks here at It's Just a Talk podcast where we talk some tea, we talk some truth, but you know I always leave time to talk some shit. If you like what you hear and you like this crazy idea, please rate me five stars on whatever media you listen to me and comment. Please leave a comment what your favorite part was so that pe- more people can find out about this podcast. And with that, go ahead and follow me on my social medias at It's Just a Talk on all social medias at It's Just a Talk. Follow me, comment, let somebody else know about this. And with that, I'm going to go ahead and leave you. And I'll see you on episode 025. Once again, I'm the host of It's Just a Talk. My name is Mauricio Amaral Vasquez. And I'm everything I am because the hood loved me. Yeah.